Hey friends, did you know that you can come hang out with me in real life? That's right. The Work In Podcast and Savage Grace Coaching makes its home in a boutique studio space called The Loft Yoga and Wellness in historic downtown Spring Valley, Ohio. This hidden gem of the Miami Valley is nestled in between Dayton, Columbus, and Cincinnati. As a part of my mission to bring a legacy of resilience through movement, each month you can join me for a hike on the bike trail, followed by a free trauma-informed vinyasa class back at the studio on Main Street. Go to savagegracecoaching.com to see the calendar and join my newsletter, A Yoga Life on Main Street, to stay up to date on all the latest studio news, events, and gossip. And now... On to this week's episode. What they're actually talking about is harnessing this wave of abundance energy by changing your expectation of success. Fake it till you make it actually means expecting success in all things as if it's already here. It's like dressing for the job you want, not the job you have but on the inside of yourself with your authentic energy, confidence, and charisma fully directed on what it is that you want to bring in, into the world. And that really cannot be faked, but it does need to be practiced. It's time to stop working out and start working in. You found the Work In Podcast for seriously stressed out professionals and the fit pros who serve them. This podcast is for resilient wellness professionals and their ever curious clients who want to connect the dots for lasting wellness. I'm your host, Erica Thomas, and I help outstanding individuals like you find natural ways to shake off stress, tension, and trauma to burnout proof body and business alike. The work in is brought to you by Savage Grace Coaching bringing trauma release and yoga together for resilience through movement. Private sessions, small groups, and corporate presentations are now open. Visit savagegracecoaching.com to schedule a call and get all the details. Welcome back to The Work In. Today, we are celebrating our 100th official episode on the Work In podcast, and it comes at a very good time for me, both personally and professionally. First, I want to take a moment and thank all of you who make the time to listen. I literally couldn't and probably wouldn't do this without you. And while sometimes it might seem and to me feel like I'm just talking to hear myself talk, my intention is always to share my perspective in the hope that it helps you in some small way. I know some of you are in the fitness world, even if only tangentially, and others are simply interested in wellness in general. But whatever brought you here, whatever it is that drives your work in and your wellness, I'm happy and grateful that you chose to spend your time with me. As I look forward to 2023, I'm contemplating what's next for season three of the work in and what's next for me, both personally and professionally. Every year, I try to learn, do, explore something new as a way to grow and break out of those ruts and samskaras 
in the mind. It's not exactly a New Year's resolution, not exactly goal setting, and not exactly a vision board either, but something that falls somewhere in the middle of those. I have several ideas for 2023, and some of them have already begun. And that has me thinking about change in general and the energy and mindset around it. First off, nothing ever stays the same. Not moment to moment, day to day, week to week, year to year. Even if you try to stay put in your life with the same job or the same location, the same home, things around you will change. If nothing else, we age despite our best efforts not to. It actually takes some real commitment to stay in one place. I've heard other people say that you're either growing or dying. That sounds harsh. But if you're not growing, what else is there? You commit to growth or you commit to stagnation. People choose not to grow because maybe they think it's hard, because sometimes change is hard. But stagnation also takes real commitment. I happen to think it's actually easier to grow than it is to resist the energy of growth. Now, that's not to say that it's comfortable, because change of any kind isn't always comfortable. And some changes can be terrible, negative things. Loss, illness, trauma, divorce, death, destructive acts of God. On the surface, there's a lot of catalysts to change that can be catastrophic in nature, for sure. I believe, though, that all growth from change is movement toward abundance in some way. And if you don't choose what that change is, the universe will choose it randomly for you, sometimes in destructive ways. Big growth requires you to let go of something first, usually, as a catalyst to change, to make room. Maybe it's letting go of a belief or a behavior Maybe a relationship, a job, or a way of thinking. It can also be letting go of physical things, like clearing out literal space to do something different. Like maybe cleaning the laundry off the treadmill or carving out a spot to plant a garden. Normally, I pick a new skill or fun thing to try at the beginning of the new year and just give it a go. Usually those things are things that are completely different from what I do in my job. That's really the way I look for balance. But this year, I'm at what I feel like is a crossroads in my business, which I seem to come to quite often, whether to stick with this thing or move in this direction. There's a lot of those when you own your own business or when you are trying to grow a business. I've been getting a lot of positive feedback to shift into business coaching, possibly writing, 
and not just from family members either. Those are the things that I look for, right? It's always nice to hear positive things from your family, but often we always hear positive things from our family. So I look for those bits of feedback from people who have no relationship to me, and that's what I keep hearing. I've already started to shift my focus in this podcast, of course, from general population wellness and stress reduction to fitness industry professionals. And now it might be time to take that a step further and apply it in a business setting. But I don't think I want to necessarily offer business coaching, or maybe not only that. I've been feeling a deep pull to make things. Creativity is one of my core values. I'm a maker at heart. And while I'm happy to coach on everything from burnout to trauma-informed classes to business and mindset, I also want to make something tangible to help new entrepreneurs turn their dreams into reality. I'm an idea person. My strength lies in brainstorming new ideas and possible options. It's one of the things that I love applying when I'm teaching group fitness classes. And then letting people take what works for them, it's really an amazing feeling. It's hard to navigate the bootstrap business world, though, without some kind of map or a compass or both. Anyway, I digress. The point I'm trying to make is that sometimes change isn't necessarily totally different. It's actually an expansion of what you are already doing, or maybe a branching off of what you're already doing. And that's what this moment feels like to me. Have you ever felt like something was just a little tiny bit off, but you weren't quite sure what that thing was or how to fix it? Maybe you felt pulled in a direction or called, but didn't know why, because that idea seemed totally out of the blue, and maybe it felt too easy. Or you find yourself working hard to talk yourself out of it, or the opposite. All of a sudden, something incredible falls in your lap that you never dreamed you could do before and never even knew existed. What is your knee-jerk response to those things? Is it a, oh, no way, I could never do that? Or is it a, hell yes, let's go? I think what this comes down to is your openness to change. It's all second chakra stuff for those of you who are into that kind of energy. In the business coaching world, you sometimes hear this question, who do you have to be to get the results that you want? I've always cringed at that question because I happen to really like who I am. Not that I couldn't stand a little improvement, but I absolutely hate the concept of fake it till you make it. And those two feel very tied together. And the reason those things don't resonate with me is probably because they both have connotations with manipulative sales techniques and scams. 
And for me, I think both of those statements miss the mark a little bit when it comes to business success, because what they're actually talking about is harnessing this wave of abundance energy by changing your expectation of success. Fake it till you make it actually means expecting success in all things as if it's already here. It's like dressing for the job you want, not the job you have, but on the inside of yourself with your authentic energy, confidence, and charisma fully directed on what it is that you want to bring in, into the world. And that really cannot be faked, but it does need to be practiced. So who do you need to be to be successful to get the results that you want? Well, that's your most authentic self, multiplied and open to change, magnified and refined, willing and courageous, because no matter what, there is no wrong decision you can make. If you follow your intuition for your business, your personal life, for whatever, and it doesn't work out, or you don't like the outcome, you can change the decision. And besides, you're the only one who can and should define your success. You have infinite choices to make infinite changes to craft and sculpt your most unique and creative life. And that is my intention too, with this podcast, with my business expansion, and in my personal life. So in keeping with that intention, I will be taking a brief sort of sabbatical through the holidays as I do some of that sculpting, life sculpting, if you will. I look forward to season three for the work in returning January, 2023. And I'd encourage you all to really take the time to explore what you want for the next year. Even as I record this, all kinds of new topics are bouncing around in my head. So this may not be a very long sabbatical, possibly just until Thanksgiving. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening and supporting The Work In. I would really love to connect with you on social or maybe by email, you can find me on Instagram at Real Savage Grace and Facebook at Savage Grace Coaching. Please feel free to reach out and message or even through my website, savagegracecoaching.com, where you can find all of our show notes from the work in and lots of previous episodes. So definitely check that out, especially if you are trapped in the car on those long vacation holiday trips to visit family. And it would be amazing if you could like and share or give me a five-star review on Apple or Spotify to help others learn how they can stop working out and start working in. See you soon, everyone.